Have you seen the Suicide Squad? The, se- the uh, second Suicide Squad? No, movies? I didn't see the second one. So good. So good. Because the first one was garbage. Um, the second yeah, one is... Aliens were... Uh, aliens were uh, stupid. It was, it was just badly made, but this was James Gunn, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy okay. and Slither. Yeah. So Ooh. much better. So it's very stylish. It is a really entertaining movie. Very entertaining. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, no, we'll we'll watch some some good stuff. And have you seen Midnight Mass? Oh, oh yeah, I love it. Fucking great. Yeah. That's fucking great. Oh, oh speaking of uh there's a, a not Midnight Mass, but there's a new um Exorcist sequel in the works and Linda Blair's gonna be back on. Yeah. Yeah, I read so. that. Plus they're bringing back uh uh Ellen Burstyn. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, Ellen Burstyn's part of the cast as well. Yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'm yeah. Interested. Did you ever watch this TV series on Fox? Yeah, that was really good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was excellent. All right. Well, hey, you ready to get this thing going? Let's roll, brother. All right. You're listening to Heavy Metal Horror. This is Vanek of Vanek and Midnight and Vandalus and many others. See you soon. I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, this is Chopped Up, and this might be foreign to some, but deal with it. Stay heavy. And you are watching and listening to Heavy Metal Oh, kitties. Tonight, we are going to take a trip around the world of horror. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're going to talk about foreign horror movies, movies from other countries other than the, other than the United States. And I have to say, Chop, um, so much of the horror that I have really been enjoying as of late has come from around the world. I mean, I love foreign horror movies. And uh, some of the stuff they're doing is just so good, way better com- yeah. compared to some of the garbage that we're cranking out here in the States. Absolutely agree. Uh, I've really been into, especially the last, gosh, I won't even say five years, uh, Korean horror, especially some great stuff. Now I've recently got into um, some real great Indian horror films as well, Indonesian. Um, of course, we know a lot of Italian films already. We'll have that in discussion. Because yeah. I broke down this episode and I, I put it under Italian, some of my favorites, some of my favorite Korean, and some of my favorite Indonesian ones. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, sounds good. Me too. Um yeah there's a couple on here that i know most of the things that are on my list are ones that we have seen together and um mm-hmm. so because you know we have a long long history of of watching movies and and uh just loving the horror stuff together um so i think we're gonna have a lot of overlap here on the list so um yeah i we can go country by country that's fine that's how i have mine uh organized okay. so that's simple um I, i'd like to start with france uh, there's two movies from France that I uh, mm. I really like. One we've seen part of. Mm. Was a movie, movie called uh, Martyrs. 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 Yes, we saw. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mar- we never finished Martyrs, so I don't know how the mm-hmm. ending goes. But man, alive! I just remember both of us in like visceral horror and shock. How gru- brutal this this movie is, and yeah. um. 
but so compelling at the same time. I mean, it is it is an awfully good movie, but it it is one of the most brutal horror films I've seen. Yeah, you have a strong stomach and you got to be able to sift through that brutality. <laughs> be patient with it because, like you said, the the story is compelling, but uh, yeah, the brutality is off the charts. So yeah. Um, and a, another one from France I like is High Tension, which, mm-hmm. um, I mean, oh that, gosh. I know, right? Um, I forgot about that. And I forgot about Martyrs as well. So I'm glad you're bringing these back up, refreshing my memory. But yeah, yeah, High Tension was, what a twist too, in the end. It was just, uh, and that's just as brutal as, <laughs> that's one thing to say, let's stop at the top of this. A lot of these foreign horror films, are so much more brutal than anything they've done in the states in decades. I mean, you're, you're we're even going back to like let's say the '70s and stuff with that with some of the Italian films. It's just off the charts, and it still stands the test of time to this day when you rewatch it. Uh, granted, mostly practical effects like in all these films, but man, they pull it off without a hitch. And uh, I think that's something to appreciate, something to be said about. I don't know if it's a cultural thing or the brutality is more. I don't want to say acceptable or anything, but it just seems like no matter what country these films come out of, they're they're over the top with stuff more so than we are here in the states. Yeah, without without it necessarily becoming torture porn, you yeah. know, or or a, a snuff film, you know, kind of thing. It's not like that exploitation kind of you know the uh, um, Herschel Gordon Lewis, you know, which we love, we uh, love. but but there but it's the story behind it mixed with the brutality and and a lot of these a lot of these films the story is you know takes the precedence over the gore but when you mix the two together then you have something that's really a, a truly experience uh well, i think the horror aspect of the horror film not just schlock or shock but the true horror you know and that's that's what makes a film for me anymore it's like um, I want to see something that's going to be different and it's going to move me, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. watching a new film. Otherwise, if I'm going to watch something that I'm going to just take comfort in, I'll watch a Universal, you know. Which, sure, sure. Yeah, and that's that's fine. But I think for so long we were closed off to what foreign horror was, was because, you know, the video industry was rather new when we had video cassettes and rentals. It was, it was kind of insulary. And right. now with access to things and streaming services, you can find all kinds of amazing content out there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. What, what country do you want to go to next? Um, you know what? I'm going to get it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Italian. Okay. Italian, Italy. Italy. There we go. Um, yeah. I got uh, first on my list is the classic Suspiria. Of course, mm. uh, directed by Dario Argento, uh, 77. Um what do you say about this? It's, it's, it's basically a Jalo film, you know, yeah, but it's, uh, but it's, 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 yes, yes. I agree with the supernatural. And then of course, it's just some of the imagery and man, the murders and stuff. And I think that's need to be said right off the top. Uh, the Italians love their eye horror too. I mean, <laughs> you know, there was a, there was a, a tremendous was, amount of very, very close up horror with, with a lot of puncturing and involving the eyes and invasion of the body. <laughs> You know, a very visceral kind of horror that that, that is hallmarks of the uh, Italian gore cinema. I mean, when we think of the, uh, like you said, you know, Argento and Bava and especially Fulci, 
you know, among others, these, these are the directors that we grew up watching. And as I got into the Giallo stuff and, and seeing the progression of that, uh, you know, it's just, these, these are the films I know we have both loved tremendously. A lot of the Italian horror films. Oh, yeah. Suspiria is first on my list too. I love the color. I love the story. It's a very, you know, very spooky movie too. That's why. Very, very interestingly, uh, interestingly uh cinematography you know the, the foot you know photography and it. so it's just it's a definitely a different looking film all to itself even yeah. out of all the other argento films this kind of stands apart to me yeah and, and yeah so i agree with you on that and yeah, uh, the lighting and the color uh mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely yeah that's a that that's fantastic choice uh the other one uh the beyond directed mm-hmm. by Lucio Fulci, aka uh, the seven doors of death yes 1981 mm-hmm. uh this one I recall, uh, other than a very loose kind of plot, especially when you get to the end. I don't want to spoil it for our viewers. Yes, but, but it is uh, terrifying. It is absolutely terrifying. Now, there's a scene in there. I'm going to spoil it. I don't care at this point. I want, but I got this guy. Yeah, I mean, it's been out for Saturn. over 40 years. I think. Yeah, I, I think we're safe. Yeah, I think we're safe. That, go see it. But it has, uh, you know, the guy from the library falls off that ladder. And all of a sudden, he can't get up, and all these robot spiders, <laughs> these spiders, like, like they're like they're squeaking and stuff, and it's just it's comical, but it's viscerally terrifying and effective, and especially if you have a phobia of spiders, like myself, like you do, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, it's cringeworthy. It's hard to watch through. Yeah. Um, then there's other scenes that uh, you just know it, it's Fulci's gonna, you know, behind it, there are gonna be some unique and brutal deaths and there's a pacing that to, to Fulci and when he I think when he does these death scenes they're slower and deliberate there's a pace that's just it separates there's, him kind of from the other directors there's and, a build-up there's it, a build-up attention to it yeah it's a little slower it's not like Friday the 13th where the you know the hatchet comes down and cuts someone in half like quick death no no because you you see it coming and you watch it and it's just going in slow motion and the person's reacting slower and slower and and it gives you time to pause and to to feel it and to wince and it's it's very much like Hitchcock you know the way he would manipulate audiences he wanted them to squirm a little bit and I think that's exactly what's going on here it's very effective though because it just some of these death scenes are like, hey, look, we paid a lot of money for this fake blood. We're gonna like just put the camera on it. We're gonna yeah. use all fifty gallons here, kids. You yeah. know, just a constant spray going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I can't agree more on that. Um, I'm I'm gonna chime in with a few uh, examples uh, from Italy on my list too. Okay. Uh, more Fulci. Uh, we've got House by the Cemetery. Um, oh, and uh, I hope we would be remiss if we didn't do uh, City of the Living Dead or, you know, Gates of Hell. I have that on my list. Yeah, yeah I, I figured you would. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the the scene where the, yeah, the woman is just vomiting up all these guts uh, from that, you know, the, 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 the dead preacher, the priest. Yeah, there's um, an, there's an yeah, eye. And the sounds are... <laughs> it just, just keeps on coming, like these entrails, man. It's just so over the top and hysterical and you can you can you can see in it too that it's kept on a loop you can actually see it in the film yeah it just, just keeps on like yeah it just you know it, it, and that's fine man because it's it's so effective though and it's so disgusting um, it you just embrace it like it is delightfully gory and and fun again very dark and again another movie that's just kind of like the story is a little confusing at times like you know it's not super yeah, it's clear it's, a lot of people a lot of people said about Fulci and a lot of his movies and a lot of 
they're very uh thin plots or very vague thin. what there's if there's symbolism what's going on and you know and that's okay i just yeah. go into it knowing that look it's going to be a weird fucking trip it's and going to be tell. It's, it's going to be your yeah and i'm fine with that i think yeah. my first real true fulci gore fest <laughs> i think you know where i'm going i do a 1980 zombie. zombie. <laughs> um, I remember having a Fangoria magazine that had the cover of it, you know, the zombie from the poster on it. And uh-huh. I'm like, fuck, I'm buying that. And I'm looking inside <laughs> and there are pictures of them like sitting around you know, the, you know, the eating the, you know, the corpse. I'm like, Oh fuck, this is so gory. Just, Oh, this is disgusting. And I saw it in a drive-in with with the, the b the second movie was blood beach so there okay. you go yeah that was horrible um i yeah. think i'd rather watch two-headed shark attack um oh, yeah. Yeah. or sand sharks with uh yeah. with hulk hogan's daughter avalanche shark yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um yeah no, zombie. Uh, there's two scenes two scenes in that movie and you know where i'm going with this that are yeah. well renowned one is the zombie wrestling the shark underwater yeah. scene it's like ridiculous over it's like nobody's ever done that before in film nobody's ever attempted afterwards so that says anything the other I, one i feel bad now they scene. probably drugged that shark you know that's what yeah, i feel bad now looking back too. and it, like yeah that's that's what i feel now but yes the, the scene yeah. is incredibly inventive you know yeah. like oh this is this is awesome <laughs> and yes and the other scene i'll let you set it up because this is one of those examples of the slow death coming oh, at your dreadful. eye yeah the yeah they, uh ladies in this uh, part of the shack this cottage or whatever zombie breaks through like in this door area she's trying to get away it pulls her by her hair but she's turned around somehow and the wood is splintered this giant splinter i mean one of the largest fucking splinters i ever saw in my life and the zombie slowly pulling her eye and head towards this splinter and you can guess what happens pop pop goes the weasel because weasel go pop yeah, yeah. So it just pops. and she's screaming and as it goes you, in yeah, yeah. Screaming, oh cool. my god oh, yeah and then it breaks <laughs> off and there's this big plank stick in her eye yeah it's still there yeah. too i forgot about it. yeah yeah so, horrifying. oh my god oh yeah yeah really yeah. really Please. really good um but i one of my favorite and this is not a gory movie by any chance but the story is great uh it's a really creepy movie mario baba black sunday 1960 oh agreed um, yeah yeah with about the witch uh it was just you know it is Barbara really Steel. Barbara yeah. Steele. Yeah. Fucking hottie. Um, yeah. So this, eyes. She had some alluring eyes, man. Yeah. This is um, a, such a well-done movie and and it beautifully shot in black and white, breaking convention at the time, and just totally worth a watch. Uh, it is sumptuous black Sunday. I agree. It's, it's, it's known for a, a classic for a reason, well-deserved, so... Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Uh, one other one on my the Italian list here I had is uh, "Demons" by Baba Lombardo. Oh Baba. yeah, yeah. Eighty-five. Uh, um, not only had a cool fucking soundtrack, it was rocking a lot of metal bands and stuff on there, but it was kind of unique in its own way because it was like, it's like we go to theaters to watch a movie, but yet they're locked in and they're in a movie. Mm-hmm. So what happens is this basically this mass, this ancient. Uh, demonic mask or whatever scratches somebody i think a female or something on her hand and all of a sudden she starts changing develops into this demon and then of course she spreads that on to the others blah 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 uh but man is that uh some great practical effects in that 
uh, great soundtrack. It's actually and, quite scary. There are some scenes that are quite is, scary. scary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it is a true horror. It's not like, sh- and it's not schlocky in that. It's not just for effects sake, but there are some, there's some genuine scary moments in yeah, Demons. I, I like it. It's a really good movie. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, agree. Yeah. So let's let's go on with you, Montag. And uh, what, what other country are you going to next? You know, um, I would like to, uh, let's let's go to Canada. And um, Canada's got a, a couple. I mean, they've got some good horror up there. But there, there are two. I think really fine examples of of horror that that one of the movies we watched uh, for October. Uh, we we do um, Halloween month in October. We watched this in this past year's theme was foreign horror, horror of around the world. Uh, one uh, is from two thousand and two. It's about a, a couple of sisters, a couple of girls, uh, and one gets bit by a werewolf called Ginger Snaps. And I. It's Ginger Snaps is a fun movie. It, it takes a while to get going, but you see these two girls who are kind of on the outs, and then one gets bit by a werewolf. She suddenly becomes into her own. It's, it's this kind of you know, it's a very thinly veiled metaphor for sexuality, and and where she's becoming this very sexual group. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of yeah, a lot of sexuality in that regard, where she turns on and this wolf thing. But I remember the just really being captivated by the story the first time first time through like okay this is really interesting and i kind of, i like these girls and i i just kind of like the relationship they had and i i uh, i just kind of liked you don't often see the the horror the monster uh, mm-hmm. and and from the teenage girls aspect so i thought that was all pretty cool um yeah, and the other great, great choice. Oh. yeah go ahead man did you have something no uh... i was gonna say a great great choice i i, I done did forgot about that i forgot that that was a canadian film so that's a great choice Prepare. Yeah. And one that you kind of turned me on to, or maybe we watched for a stink bowl, Exit Humanity. Um oh, of the zombie yeah. movie. Set yeah. in the uh that it was during the uh, Civil War kind of era, that that kind of era. Uh yeah. I thought such an interesting premise. Uh, it was you know, I think the zombies era or the zombie theme has jumped the shark quite a long time ago. But sure. Exit Humanity offers like a nice a nice new take on that zombie on the zombie tropes and um it it was uh really well done for a low budget movie again it's low budget both of these movies were low budget but you don't need a lot of money to make an effective movie and i think exit humanity if you've never seen it it's definitely worth a watch mm-hmm. agreed give it a shot okay with that i'm i'm gonna go to uh, uh one of my favorite countries for horror korean horror Mm. Um, I will start off with the Wailing in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive me, listeners, if I get these names of these directors wrong, but Na Hong Jin, I believe, directed it. Uh, it's a story basically of this village gets visited by a stranger. All these brutal murders start happening, and they're wondering is it the stranger's fault or not, or exactly what his is identity. What is there's comedy in it elements, there's uh, possession elements, uh, there's zombie elements. And it brings everything together. Uh, and a police procedural. Cast. Within yeah, a police yeah. procedural, right. Yeah, and it's a fantastic cast of actors over there with that. And I got to say something, too, with uh, before I go on with more of the Korean uh, choices I made, is the children actors in these Korean films are superb. Like, I mean, there's stuff that makes you, it, like, breaks your heart, almost makes you cry. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that, the level of emotion that these kid actors, the Korean actors, 
uh, kids do is just off the charts. So I have to say that right from the mm-hmm. get go. But the Wailing is one of my first choices. I love it. I loved it so much I bought it. So oh yeah, yeah, great, great movie. Um, I think that's the one thing I've noticed in in Korean horror that there is a lot more emotion being brought into the movies than you traditionally see in a horror film. You know, the horror film is about the monster. It's about the people in peril. It's about watching people die. But in these, most of the Korean horror films I've seen, you care about the people dying. And that's the main difference that we have. We don't have in American horror films for the most part. You just don't give a shit. But, But they make you, you spend a long enough time with these characters and you get enough of their backstory to realize these are fully actualized characters with a, with a history and, a, and, and things that are important to them. And so what, what happens to them matters to you as a viewer. And right. that's what I really find most compelling uh, about Korean horror. Really. Yeah, like that. yeah, I agree. And you get engrossed in that character and you just like, when something bad, it's like, you're actually a really good person and you see it and you're just like, Oh, mm-hmm. man, it really, I, really hits you differently than you would. Yes. Like you said, with most of our American films, you're like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly you know right i mean that's that's a that's a trope of the horror film it's like the first the first person you see you know first person killed is an unsympathetic character you mm-hmm. usually killed off so quickly you don't have it you don't know anything about them you're just happy to see them go they could be really annoying like fuck i'm glad she's dead you know <laughs> so right um you know, you know what one of the worst things is is watching a horror film where you hate every fucking character and you're just like <laughs> i just want to get through this right just, and someone just kill them all redeemable. Yeah, nothing redeemable about these fuckers. You're just like, yeah. Like the remake off. of House of Wax with uh, Paris Hilton. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. You just want them all. To, like and, and like when I saw Jeepers Creepers, I the first time, uh, I just, those two first characters, I thought, oh, they're going to die first because I hate them. Like, oh, no, no. I realized, slowly realized, oh, these are the main characters. Oh, fuck. I'm going to be sitting there <laughs> for the next hour and a half with these two douches. <laughs> fuck me. Um, right. Uh, my first choice from South Korea from this year, uh, 2016, the same year as The Wailing, is Train to Busan, another zombie flick. Yeah, that and that has a lot of emotion. There are a lot of emoti- emotional moments of sacrifice because you know people are realizing, look, it's not just about the hero doing the thing. It's like this person is as a family person has children and knows he's giving up his life because he's got to protect somebody. I mean, those moments, and they're they're kind of protracted. They they take a little while to get there, but that's where the emotion comes in. It's not just that the zombies are trying to get you and you're scared. Like, no, this person is going through. Like, you you are given enough person and flashbacks of their lives. You are given enough information to realize they know what they're losing. They they know what they're giving up, and you know that. You kind of experience their loss. Yeah, you feel and, that. And it, yeah, and adds a depth of your involvement in the movie, and that's, I think that's what makes it so South Korean. Well, horror and there's another example of that little girl, fine Korean child actor. I mean, yeah. she just tears at your heartstrings in that film. Yeah. Uh, and that is, uh, wow, what an emotional and tremendous performance by her. Mm-hmm. Um, one movie from uh, Korea that I found that, uh, I, I think, I don't know if you watched it or not. Maybe I know I did. Um, it, it, it was unusual in the fact that it's the closest thing to torture porn that I think that I've seen coming out of Korea, uh, from 2010, I saw the devil. Oh, it's on my list. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When we talk about Japan, there's one that we'll talk about that's every bit as, as gruesome. Um, But yeah, I saw the devil, and I remember. I think did we watch it together? Didn't we? I we I, I, I well maybe if not, I know maybe we, we did. I think we did it one time. Very well but could be, but 
it is just brutal. I mean, it is fucking brutal. Yeah, there's um, cringeworthy scenes abound in that film. It yeah, rough. yeah, it is. It but I, is. What I, I thought was interesting with this one, though, Monte, was that it's almost like because you have a serial killer and you have the detective, so it's like this cat and mouse thing. But it's almost like the detective kind of takes on the serial killer's role or has to be just as sick and inventive as him to catch him. So it's kind of role reversible in this film at the same time with all this other stuff going on. You become the monster to, to, yeah. to beat the monster, like the Nietzsche thing, you know? Right, right, right. Good, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. I, 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 I totally get that. Yeah. And to delve into that mindset and to be there. Um, yeah. Cause it is, it is gruesome and these murders are graphic and it is gory. It is, it is, it is. Unsettling. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. And I, I, and I, I remember after the first time I saw it, I'm like, I don't ever think I need to see that again. I mean, there's just no need because it's, it's, it's not, hard. there's, there's it's nothing entertaining to go back for a rewatch. Yeah. You know, a hard watch. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, uh, another one I have on my list mm-hmm. is uh, I just saw this on, I think it was on Netflix, um, maybe about a month ago or something. It's from 2018 called Rampant. Mm, and it's directed by Kim Seong Loon something like that okay. but it's uh set in like medieval times this prince comes back kingdom trying to take back his kingdom or whatever from this uh ruthless emperor is going on but there's a zombie outbreak or you call it a zombie outbreak, but they call them demons in the film okay and man they're fast running demons they're just all of, and there's some magnificent well first of all the film filmography is beautiful on it the settings are beautiful and the uh the fight scenes and the battle scenes are fan fucking tastic. So is this the one on Netflix? Yeah. I yeah, I believe it's a random. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's it's on my list. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I saw it like I, okay, I, I, this might this might be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I got through, I'm like, what a fa-. I got through the end, I'm like, what a fantastic film. I was really impressed with it overall. I I loved it. So yeah, nice. that's from uh, 2016, and that was uh, on my list. Nice. Um, one that I know we have both seen from uh, South Korea is 2006, The Host. Which is, uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of like a, a, a it's not a, quite a kaiju movie, but it is about a, a monster. And it's a big monster, but it's not a kaiju, you know, so it's not like Godzilla big. But it's this monster that comes out of the water. Um, and the, when you see the first appearance of the creature, it's, it's this tentacled like creature. It is so well shot and so effective as it comes out because this scene where it's like chasing people and, you know, going oh, along the side of the that. banks of the river. Yeah, it comes yeah. out of the river. So good. Um, yeah. And the story can, you know, moves on where the monster, you know, kidnaps this uh you know this girl and uh that's where the emotional connection comes in the whole family go on a search for and try to and what they got to go through to get to that point right and then the emotion of like you know miss someone missing and then thinking maybe the monster's killing her not knowing she was alive or dead all these really palpable emotions but within a with it is a an emotional monster movie but such a good movie you know absolutely agreed great choice okay what's your next country well i got one more for South Korea, more, uh, 2009. This is a vampire movie called Thirst, which we have seen at Stinkpole. Uh, yeah, it, this is a. Um, oh, maybe I just watched it on my own. Um, this is about a priest who gets bitten by a vampire and turns into a vampire. And yeah, it's fun. It is a really fun movie. There's a there's a little bit of comedy, you know, um, but it's it's a, about him coming to grips with the fact that he is thirsty, you know. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 
definitely worth the watch from 2009 okay. thirst and that will, will do check that out yeah that will do me for south korea okay um okay so is it up to me now to pick the uh the country what country are we going to next uh we're going to go to australia oh okay yeah well you're picking a lot of country. i stuck with three i could have picked i guess many oh, more. i've got I i've got like 15 countries here um <laughs> so <clears throat> excuse me um, the the one that uh, really stands out to me, one of the scariest movies that you and I have seen, came from 2014. Ba 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 oh, how The Babadook. Uh, yeah. I'm getting goosebumps right now because of how <laughs> fucking scary this movie is. Yes. Uh, so insanely creepy, and it takes a while to get there because by that time. You, you feel those frustrations of this of this mother who's mourning the loss of her husband and her kid is just acting out in a way that you, you want know, to strangle the fucking kid. I'm, sorry. I'm not what sure if mean? he's on the spectrum, but he's trying to protect her from monsters. And then they get this book about the Babadook and this book enters. It's almost like now you see him, he's going to come and get you. And like, the more you're afraid, he feeds on your fear. And, and he just makes his appearances, you know, beyond some shadow and noise to like physical manifestations. And it is so well crafted and eerily done. Um, watched it again this past year. And I mean, the first, first time through anything, you're going to be the most frightened this time I was watching the construction more and like, okay. And it was still had some creepy moments, but that first tangible experience of the Babadook, totally one of the best pure experiences in terror that I've had in a long time. Well, there was an interesting dichotomy in that film because it, she's dealing with all these struggles emotionally and she's going through grief and she's dealing with her kid who has obviously some emotional behavioral issues, whatever's going on there. But then you got this Babadook. It looks like it possesses her, but you're almost in your head going, is this just she's she was slowly going insane anyways. And this wasn't really a possession from the creature itself. It was her mind that was finally starting to, it was snapping. So it, it brought up kind of an interesting kind of dichotomy. I thought with that, uh, the way it was, the way it was filmed and, and the story itself. So I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I think when the one that we came away from it, it was not less about her going insane. And when you realize what, what she has to do to the, for the Babadook, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone. Well, I guess I am going to, Hey, I'm going to spoil it. So if you don't want to listen to spoilers, turn away for a minute. Um, when you realize what she has to do, because the Babadook is still alive and she kind of has to feed it. She has to nurture it. And, yeah. and, and all the things that you see her continually having these dreams. And it, I think that the whole Babadook is, is her grief. You know, it's her, it's a metaphor for her grief and her loss okay. that just consumes her. And she, she can't ever deal with it. It can't ever go away, but she can kind of keep it at bay. You know, and I That's think very very when, good I, when I watch it, when you see it again and you see the imagery, you're like the whole thing is it's just her grief. It's, it's the monster of her grief. And when you see it in that context, it's like, oh, OK, but it is terrifying, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, great choice. Yeah. And another fun movie from 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 uh, Australia is 2012 um, Bait. Uh, it's a oh. shark movie. <laughs> Yeah, I this is a really fun movie. Um uh-huh. and I remember I think you told me about it. And it's about yeah. these people who are stuck in the, are trying to get out of a grocery store um because of, you know 
there's a tsunami came by and there's these great white sharks uh, that are like, you know, trying to get at them. And it is a very entertaining movie. It's it's not just like sci-fi channel, sh- you know, shark schlock. It's a really, really well done, you know, shark disaster kind of movie in, in a genre that could easily go, you know, go silly, but it doesn't. Yeah, agreed. Uh, that was a good choice. And I, yeah, I actually have a, I think I have a burnt copy of that. Maybe. But, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, Plausible deniability. I may or uh, may not. Uh, I don't know. Just ignore that man in the Slayer shirt, what he just said. No, uh, but yeah, it, uh, it is a lot of fun. I mean, I remember because I rented it and I was like, oh, try it. I didn't think much shark movies the way they've gone, you know, by the, by the wayside so much. Um, but then I, I was like, wow, this is they really... They jumped themselves. They did. They did, really. And bringing a tsunami thing, an environmental disaster in with the mix as well, that's an interesting take to bring with the... You know, you're not talking Sharknado stuff, you know, which no. is fun, silly, but yes, you're talking actual tsunami that actually draws these sharks into the, in their trap. Yeah, it's a lot of tension. Do. It's yeah. a very tense thriller horror, you know, horror movie. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Great. Uh, all right, so there's Australia. Um, what was your next country? Next one on my list is uh, Indonesian. Oh, very nice. And I have two choices on this mm-hmm. one. Okay. Both scared the shit out of me. Um, First one is May the Devil Take You from 2018. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, directed by Timo Janjanto, I believe, something like that. Um, but actually, I got three on my list that, that scared me all of them. May the Devil Take You is about, um, I believe, a, a father is in a coma and. Um, expecting to live or anything like that but here he made some deal with this kind of witch or whatever um and i know the the wife of the husband or ex-wife she's there but she's a stepmother of this one girl and all this shit just starts to go wrong it is supernaturally scary it's absolutely mm-hmm. creepy it gets under your skin and uh, super creepy moments when you double take yeah. they had a sequel made a double take you too which it's I not as good it. it's not as good the, the first one, one's really good with the effective makeup and the, the demon like witch stuff and it's nightmarish you know and those scenes are are shocking when you know the, the when the creature shows up there's a lot of like you want to sit back in your chair kind of moments like oh fuck um <laughs> yeah. you know like like an exorcist three you know that long haul yeah. shot we're like fuck oh, there's yeah. a lot of jump scares and and, and it's effectively done it's not overly done because there is a compelling story but yes yeah. uh fantastic movie we just watched it uh, in october of 2022 for the first time so yeah excellent I might have been one that did I recommend to you because I remember I recommended a couple of them, I think uh, it was just on a list I I was doing some research I knew our theme I had created our theme of of world horror and so I was just finding uh fun. okay. I think you had mentioned it because I had already put it on my list but you had said oh yeah it's really good so yeah yeah terrifying uh, second on my list is the Queen of Black Magic 2019 mm-hmm. yeah really and, good and, uh, another terrifier uh, originally it was done in, in 1981 in Indonesia and they remade it for this and uh, I. I watched the original and it's like, yeah. I, I think I prefer to reimagining with this one or remake, whatever you want to call. Um, and what it's about is, is these group of uh, foster kids go back to, I guess, the, the patriarch or whatever, the foster father there, this foster home is dying. And they go back there to, uh, you know, just take care of things and kind of reminisce and all this. And uh, all of a sudden there's this, uh, I don't know if it was a, 
some kind of there's evil that was there. I can't recall loose right right offhand, but there are some horrific, horrific death scenes, and you do get to see this witch in it, and uh, just a thing of nightmares is made of. I'm gonna tell you, so it is uh, well worth the watch. Uh, it is terrifying, and uh, what another great a great one from Indonesia. Last one on my list is uh, uh, Satan's Slaves from 2017. Oh, I've not seen that. And this one's about a mother is ill, and the kids are coming, like uh, the daughter and I guess the little boy. Um, and basically, she passes away at funeral and everything. What they don't know is the mother, uh, she couldn't have children. So she made a deal with a satanic cult so she could have ch children, but that cult wants to come for the little boy eventually. And it uh, another another one that's uh, a terrifier. Nice. Some of these can be long in the two. Some of these can be long burns, but you don't you appreciate the journey. Yes. Uh, I think that's something that can be said about a lot of this foreign stuff. If you know you can handle the slow burn, be patient because it does pay off. And this yeah. is one of them. I agree. I agree. I have no no problem with with a movie that um, is is going somewhere. I don't mind the journey. You right. Know, I, I'm happy to take that journey. So we both can appreciate that. So that was only okay. countries on my list, now, Monte. So you've blown your list. So now I've got a shit ton of stuff that I can talk about. <laughs> right. You might as well just hang up and leave me to go. Um, okay. Right. Well, let's let's go. You've been to... listening to heavy metal horror. <laughs> <laughs> and Chop Top didn't do his homework. Um, uh, let's go to Sweden. <laughs> let's go oh, to sweden duh. yeah duh. um let's go to 2008 we'll let the right one in oh we yeah. watched it we watched that together one of the best vampire movies you will ever see and talk about wonderful portrayals even the remake and i generally do not like remakes yeah. but even the remake with chloe grace moretz was really good yeah let me in but let the right one in this is a bleak movie that's almost colorless it's a it's a deliberately paced movie but there are scenes of absolute brutality and because this kid's a you know bullied and picked on and then there's this fantastic scene at the end where you see this beautiful moment of revenge you know and like because in the in the swimming pool, I'm like, oh, oh I know, yeah, yeah it's yeah, so yeah, effective, yeah. you know. And and uh, again, how many horror films are are, are we going to see here in the states where the horror centers around a couple of kids? You know, it's just not mm -hmm. going to be done. And like the ones like this eight year old vampire, you know, or ten year old, however old she is, yeah. you know. And uh, when she's like sitting on the on the the you know the playground outside on the on the sitting outside on the little monkey bars and she's just like covered in blood you know just sitting there <laughs> you know um so that's from 2008 and also from 2019 midsummer oh which, yeah uh, which um is a really really intense movie uh, it's it is essentially a remake or a, of the type of the wicker man uh, the British horror yeah. film, I think it's very similar yeah. in that regard, but pagan a lot more pagan. Type things. Yeah, yeah, pagan festival, you know, sacrifice, but it is there is a lot of symbolism in this movie from the get go, and you don't know how what is symbolic until you've watched it all, and you can go back and like watch it, and like oh, there it is, there it is. As any well, and it, it, something to be said too, and I know it's been said so many comments and critics like how bright it, it's just bright the whole time. You know, it's like the sun that, you know, it's, it's really no night kind of scenes. Everything takes place, the brutality, so right in broad daylight throughout this yeah. whole thing. And, and so it that's is brutal. kind of a unique thing. And But it is some beautiful cinematography as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's 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 very, very well done. Um, yeah. So th those are my, my two um, 
visits to Sweden. Um, I think we should go to the island nation of Japan. There's a lot of J-horror that we have seen. Um, you know, uh, one the, Ringu comes to mind uh, from 1998. Oh, yeah. Watch that with you. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first time I watched it by myself. <clears throat> right. And there's the scene in the beginning where the girls get the phone call. You know, they watched the the videotape, the horror on the videotape, and then they get the phone call, and it's you know basically this crackling, and they have a week to live. As yeah. soon as that scene was over, because they show the video, the actual like video that the girls watched, so you get to see it too. My uh-huh. phone rang. I shit you not. I'm like fuck me. I thought, oh, oh fuck, I'm God. dead. I got a week. <laughs> Let me call Chop Top, and I can come over and watch it. <laughs> um. Yeah, Ringu is so effective and creepy and building, and then and that last five minutes, the the scene where the girl comes out of the well, just mm-hmm. fucking disturbing. How yeah. they shot that, and just just every bit as disturbing as the spider crawl and the Exorcist, you know, like fuck, you know, you you just it is really really good. Um, and, here, and here's a surprise, kids. Uh, it's much fucking better than the American. So, yeah, yeah, don't even bother. Favorite. Yeah, don't, don't even bother. bother. Yeah, don't yeah. even bother with that. Rutch, yeah, don't even bother. Um, <laughs> an, another really silly, uh, this is like a silly horror film. It's equal parts uh, from 1977, House or House Zoo. Uh, about these group of girls from high school, they go, they get together uh, at this house. And essentially, the, the, the old woman there is, is, is a witch. Um, she's like the grandmother and she's a witch and she wants to get, gain powers. Um, and she gains powers by killing the girls, but the house starts doing crazy things to kill the girls. Like the piano comes to life and like eats the girls' fingers and um, the house like comes alive and it becomes, there's like animated sequences. It is a really trippy movie, very wacky and psychedelic, um, really, really, but fun. Uh, it is horror, equal parts horror and absurdity and a little bit of comedy. And just, you know, playful moments where, uh, you know, like a head's floating around, you know, a disembodied head. And <laughs> just like, just What's really bizarre. House. 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 Night, yeah, House or Hausu. H-A-U-S-U is the okay. Japanese, uh, the, the American Japanese spelling. Um, 1977. Yeah, definitely, definitely want to watch that. That's that's fun. Right. Um, yeah. other, others from Japan that we have seen, uh, Zhuan or The Grudge mm-hmm. from 2004. I'm just going to name it. We don't Much have to talk better about than the American yeah. again. Again, yeah, they're just just stop trying to remake these movies. Uh, they're just jealous, you know, because hey, fuck, we didn't do anything that good. We we probably should, uh, you know, let's rip them off and make remake them. Um, like fuck, our foreign brothers and sisters are more creative than what we're fucking doing here in the last fifty years. I can't believe it. Yeah, hey, you know, I'm I'm all for it. As long as we get to see the good yeah. stuff, I'm fine with that. Uh, another really tremendously fun movie has its elements of horror and and uh, gangster. Um, and kung fu and martial arts and just killing uh versus from 2000 oh man yeah i watched it with you that was fantastic. so good Fun. yeah we're gonna take some guys out we're gonna do a mob style you know execution out in the woods and then um oh guess what these woods are haunted uh, all these all these like dead dead people uh, who had been killed um they're like zombies and stuff versus is tremendously entertaining just yeah balls to the wall fun <laughs> um another one uh quiet from 1964 which is like a ghost story a series of vignettes that tell the uh, you know different stories it is like the um night gallery of you know but it's beautifully shot gorgeous uh 
gorgeously movie, evenly paced, spooky ghost stories, Quidan, K-W-A-I-D-A-N, 1964, definitely worth a watch. And the the gory film that I had mentioned before about the Korean horror film, uh, Evil Dead Trap, from 1980. I, I, I was going to, I wish I would have brought more countries on my list, yeah. but that was going to be at the top of mine. That was nerve shattering and Montague just describe to the folks what exactly that movie just a basic synopsis what that was I think it's a news crew going they're on a hunt for a serial killer right there's almost doing murders right they were trying is to see that what it is? Like, like they got a video sent to their because uh, I watched this again not too long ago okay it, I've only seen it the one time when we watch it so it's been a little while they give a uh, they sent a videotape somebody sent a videotape to the news offices they watch and they're trying to determine they know the location basically but was this a snuff film or whatever or not and they wanted to kind of disprove or see is that person still alive or not so they go there this whole news crew and yeah when they say evil dead trap there's a lot of traps and there's a lot of brutality and it is nerve shattering it is terrifying so right it's unpleasant it's a good movie it is really good but it is hard to watch you know and then you like you see these movies like saw three which are you know just torture porn but where i think they had to borrow a lot in part from movies like evil dead trap you know yeah, to get you that. have to be influenced somehow to yeah yeah because it's basically you get kind of that same feel that same vibe yeah yeah uh next we are going to go over to spain uh with a movie by del toro uh 2007 the orphanage which um i th- yes i think is a fantastic movie a really a good spooky ghost story here and it is so well shot i love del toro's movies anyway i mean he's just so good at everything he does and he's got a style that really stands alone from a lot of other directors that's for sure yeah yeah and this is a uh you know again i, I i'm resident hesitant to, to spoil too many things but it it's a ghost story set in an orphanage and it deals with a, a couple you know whose, whose son uh, is missing you know, the child is gone suddenly. Like, where's the child? So you have this missing child. Perhaps this child's murdered. Uh, is this child the spirit that we're seeing? There's a ghost. Um, and, and there's this history in this orphanage. And it is, um, it it has a quality to it that there are some genuinely spooky moments. A lot left to the imagination. Like sound effects are used, just like in The Haunting. You know, and, and it's so very, very well crafted. Great, great choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, next, a movie from Iran, 2014, A Girl Walks Home at Midnight. Um, one of the most stylish horror films I have seen in a long time. It was Iranian and American. It was shot both places. But the director or writer is Iranian um, and and the main actor. It, it's set in Iran. And okay. um, it's a it's about a this girl who walks home at midnight, uh, she's a vampire and she strikes up this relationship, this friendship with someone else. Um, you know, they're doing some skateboarding and stuff, but there are moments where these shots, these beautiful shots linger and linger. And like, it's the slow down of the scene that it is deliciously deliberate, incredibly stylish, really, really effective. Um, we actually talked a little bit about this on insane radio. Um, yeah, it was such a good movie. Well worth the watch and repeated watching. It is every bit as good because it is like an art 
film. It is like beautifully, you know, shot in black and white and a lot of it scenes of an industrial, like kind of breakdown. Um, and uh, yeah, so good. Oh, I've got that on my list too. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, worth the watch. Um, since uh, now we're going back to uh, Asia, we are going over to China with a Chinese ghost story, oh. and which is, it is while not horror like terror, it is a ghost story, but it is beautifully shot. It's like set in uh, like feudal China. The costumes are really gorgeous. The the you know the sets are sumptuous, and what we have is a man falls in love. He's out in the woods and and meets this beautiful woman in his gown and falls in love, and and finds out that she's a ghost. And oh. the difference in Chinese ghosts, there's a like a hierarchy. So there's always someone like if you see a ghost around, that ghost typically has someone over top of that person who like commands that ghost, like another ghost or another level of spirit that has control or can manipulate that ghost. So it's a really about this kind of a almost like a love affair, a supernatural spiritual love affair, gorgeously shot, sumptuous. Um, yeah, Chinese ghost story. There are three of those. Um, definitely, definitely worth the watch i would i would cautiously throw mr vampire in as well um could, but that's more of a comedy with okay. a horror mr vampire is a uh, you know about vampires and the undead the chinese vampires are different than western vampires where they hop there's the hopping vampires oh, uh, hopping. hopping vampires just read the hopping vampires so basically they're when a person dies they have to be given rituals and prayers and a prayer sheet put on their head and if something happens that disrupts that prayer they come back from the dead and the the the, the earth is repelled by their you know by their uh, energy that it tries to push them away um, but then gravity pulls them back down so they hop um yeah just just just, fun. just fun. yeah fun. really fun um we're gonna go over to ireland for the next one and a movie that you and I both have watched for Stinkpole, and we both loved very much. Very creepy. And a slow burn to the end. The canal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is uh, about it. Yeah. This is the guy who um, he, he finds some, he's a film editor, and he finds some like film that he's editing from an old time look like film that he's seeing from a, perhaps a murder, but he realizes that the setting is pretty close to where he's living. Oh, and then he finds mm-hmm. film that says, Oh, this, this might've happened here that the person who lived where I was living, maybe this is dealing with this person's death, you know, and then things happen when he starts watching the movie, there's this element where the things that are happening on the film start happening in his life. And, uh, really creepy ghosty art stuff. imitates life, life imitates art kind of thing. Yeah. And, and that's really super creepy. Like when something is on, like on the TV, like for, for Ringu and they come out and the reality when something is on film and then they come out of that, like film into reality, that's always creepy to me. Uh, yeah. Canals totally. It's a really good, very, very dark movie. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, somber. It's well worth it. Well worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. I, I, I would be remiss chop. If we didn't talk about the movies from the United Kingdom, oh. the Hammer horror yeah. films. Yes. Oh, we love Hammer. We've talked we talked extensively about Hammer to King Fowley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hammer and Amicus. You know, King Fowley is uh, a, uh, from the singer from Deceased, and he, um, you know, is a huge Hammer and Amicus fan. So movies like The Mummy, The Curse of Frankenstein, The Horror of Dracula, those are all really excellent uh yeah 
excellent movies. Um, we've grown up watching Christopher Lee, Peter Cushing. I mean, that's that's like the fabric of our childhood, right there. You know. Yeah. 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 Can't say enough about it. You know. Yeah. Other movies from the UK that have kind of, uh 2017's the ritual you seen oh, that yeah that was on netflix yes about the friends growing hiking was, and i was surprised with that yeah that was nice <laughs> that is really good such yeah. a good movie uh yeah got this pagan ritual this 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 uh mythological monster in the woods kind of thing um really really well done and very spooky at times um definitely uh, another film that's technically uh, well it is shot uh in uk uh, an american werewolf in london that's oh. a british film yeah but i mean that's yeah. yeah yeah you know it's american and, and british but yeah but they they filmed uh you know those parts um there were some there were some parts in there so uh we've we love that film um another one of our favorites that we have seen and i will watch and it is um right here i got the poster night of the demon 1957 oh God, yes yes one of the best i, horror I, never, films I could watch that over and over and over i never yeah. sometimes i had it on repeat when I yeah. know just let it play like yeah, yeah like that and the monolith monsters i can just watch it every day you yeah. know night of the demon or the curse of the demon as the american version on night of the demons the a little bit longer like 12 or 14 minutes longer if you get yeah. that version definitely worth it the 12 minutes are are nice to have because it's one of those stories where you enjoy the journey it is such an effectively done film the performances are great you get this weird uh like shots because of of like distortion where the effects yeah. of the magic or the spell are are taking taking their toll on our main character and and uh, you know it is just a creepy creepy movie and the and demon, the demon it, it's yeah i was just gonna say go ahead Montana. No, demon it's, itself we is, could, you, it's yeah you can see it right there <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's, yeah it's a very feline looking demon um and i know the the director uh Dunar did not want to put the demon in there but the studio made him do it but i i'm glad they did uh, i i'd yeah. like yeah i remember seeing this the first time i saw this movie uh, our library used to have like eight millimeter movies and my cousin came over, and I was probably six years old, and he'd bring the projector over, and we put up a sheet on the wall, and we were showing these like little, you know, super eight, like six minute movies, you know, silent for the most part. It's where I watched like Godzilla versus Monster Zero. Well, yeah. Curse of the Demon was one of those movies, and the scene where he picks up the guy and like was, you know, shredding him, that was in there. So my six year old sensibilities are watching this demon going, "This is fucking cool." Except I didn't know the word fucking, so I'm like, this is so scary and cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Night of the Demon, uh, great. Um, and two more that I know you've seen both of these. Um, 2002 Dog Soldiers. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Not no you know, praise on that. No. Yeah, Dog yeah. Soldier, Another fantastic lycanthrope like movie, werewolf movie. Um, you know, and uh, military uh, and, and against the werewolves really really effective great looking werewolves some of the coolest yeah. looking werewolves you will ever see in any practical best best practical effects you'll ever see I mean, yeah exactly they, those werewolves were fantastic yeah yeah and one of one of the best i think most effective horror films i think it's on the it's on the probably the top top 20 maybe of all time as far as just how creepy this movie still ends up being because it hits you on different levels it's a movie that's going to make you feel rather claustrophobic things are closing in on you the descent absolutely yeah you're not going to want to go in the cave 
you know, and explore. Never again. Yeah. And I remember watching this with my grandma. And uh, she loved horror films. She couldn't find anything too scary for her. She's like, I told them girls not to go in that cave. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, that's right, Grandma. Um, yeah, and we uh, we uh, we we both like uh, Juno. You know, you know, there was oh. a I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's great. Girl, yeah. yeah, these girlfriends go and explore this this new cave system and uh there are monsters in there but with even without the monsters it is still effective and and frightening because as one who you know uh not liking tight confines and not really wanting to go down into a cave i'm like no i'm I'm good i'm okay with that but these monsters are really creepy and there were two movies the descent descent two which i think is every bit as fun as the first one and gory these movies are gory super gory um and that takes us through my movies I want to talk about from the from the UK. Um, let's go to Norway with a, a, a movie that also has a two, at least two. You know, when you have, I think to make a, a really good movie, you just need to have some dead Nazi zombies. This is Dead Snow from 2009. Um, a wildly entertaining, wildly entertaining uh, you know, war movie about Nazi zombies. Nazi zombies. I mean, what more do you need to know? You have Nazi zombies and people getting shot and all the beautiful scarlet blood on that white snow. It's over the top. It, it's it's just excessive. Probably. But it is, yeah, it is a lot of humor. And I think that's what saves it. You know, it doesn't take itself overly seriously. And that's what makes it great. <laughs> it, it is, again, wildly entertaining. Yeah. Dead snow from Norway. Um. We're going to stay up, up in Northern Europe, and we are going to uh, head over to Finland for a, a Christmas movie of sorts. But it's not about Santa Claus. It's about Yolopuki, the Finnish Santa Claus. And, and Santa Claus doesn't have elves. He's got brownies. And this is Rare Exports from 2000. I knew you were going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, it's not just – I mean, it is horror. There are horror elements, but it's not just horror. There's so much – to like about this movie essentially these guys you know they 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 catch santa claus you know um and the brownie's like we're gonna rescue the big guy and and then it it it, there's a whole the cruel christmas thing here but it is it's funny it's entertaining it's wild again like over the top but it is so good we watched that as stinkful too and we We certainly did yeah that was a first watch and we were like yeah fantastic. yeah right up there it was because we did a holiday theme one right up there with uh santa's sleigh with goldberg <laughs> yeah. santa claus yeah well i guess for the people who don't know uh chop and i have done this thing called stink bowl for a long time essentially we uh get together we eat uh, way too much bad uh, foods and we watch horror movies all day and um eat movies like you know chili and things like that and all nachos and all kinds of all kinds of goodies and uh act like 13 year old boys all day I mean, chicken yeah, 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 yeah. Smoke cigars, you know, just basically have a good time. Um, yeah, Stinkful, because the first one we had was right around the time of the Super Bowl, and it was our uh, counter to that. So, right. yeah, yeah. Um, and since we're in Finland, let's just go a little bit east and head over into Russia. 1967's Vi, uh, V-I-Y. Uh, V-I-Y. We just did an episode on uh, Unsane Radio uh, last year about this. I'd never seen it before. Chop, you've got to see this movie. It is, um, it is really there. There are funny moments to it, but it is also has some really creepy moments to it. 
and it's, it's about a VIY. Okay. Yeah, and it's about a uh, essentially about a, 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 a like a monk uh, in training, like a priest in training, who gets sent to do this funeral funeral procession or a funeral performance um, for like three days and nights has to be at the side of this, of this dead woman and perform these prayers and things like that. But um, let's just say she doesn't stay dead. Okay. Let's just say that. (laughs) And it is, it is just over the top and just uh, highly entertaining. Um, Vi. Yeah. V-I-Y. I wrote that down too. Yeah, yeah, really good, really good. Um, you could probably find it on YouTube, you know, uh, stuff like that. If not, let me know. And our our last movie, our last country, uh, by all and uh, by no means have have we covered uh, so much good horror out there. And so many countries, you know, we didn't talk about any Indian horror or anything coming out of South America. You know, we did, we just didn't, we can't cover everything, um, but. We're going to finish with the last place that might have some of the most disturbing fucking horror movies. Yes. Yes, I know you do. Uh, we, we are going to Germany, speaking of dead Nazis. Um, and, and I think the very one of the earliest best horror films came out of Germany in 1922. We're going to talk uh, Nosferatu. Let's not forget that classic. I mean, that's really Nosferatu is still regarded as a fine example of German cinema and uh, right up there with like Metropolis. And I think basically the springboard for all horror to come. I mean, it really was. Very effective. Those scenes. And then Stephen King used those very visuals when he did Salem's Lot. I mean, it's that same Nosferatu vampire. vampire. Yeah, 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 exactly. Very, very, yeah, yeah, very um, rodent like, you know. But, um, the stuff that Chopper and I are talking about, as far as like fucking disgusting, just Jesus Christ. Um, I'm oh. going to go with uh, two that stick out to me. Um, uh, Necromantic from 1987, Night of the Loving Dead. Uh, it's about a couple who kind of get their kicks by having sex with corpses. And uh, they're like ambulance chasers in a way, like, hey, let's go find this corpse. Um, but there's a scene with it. I mean, I wrote about this for the newspaper at the college I was teaching at the time for good Valentine's Day movies to watch together as a couple for good first date movies. Good for and you, buddy. Scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the scene where they dig up this corpse out of the ground, and it's quite decayed. Um, and, of course, there's no penis on this corpse. So, you know, the woman just sticks a pipe right down there. and then. But don't worry. They have safe sex because she puts a condom over the pipe um this is fucking disturbing like jesus fucking christ what is wrong with you people and um necromantic um yeah just really disturbing stuff Uh, and stuff that will haunt you you know and and uh but a great death scene though at the end you know Hmm. where there's a suicide swing you know i come blood that's where we get the uh, you know the the cannibal corpse i come blood uh and then just i think every bit as bad and violent and, and more disturbing more viscerally disturbing um the burning moon 1992 uh just fucking horrifying um this we got through 15 minutes of it and we were traumatized so badly i think we was that, that we no no that was that was next? that was traces of death we, oh, traces we had to, yeah okay. this was uh this was quite disturbing um it's a slow burn you know but the scene where the guys you know there, there's like a dream sequence or not really but you know goes to hell and i mean it's like it's like hellraiser you know the kind of or the kind of um 
bondage and sadomasochism torture no rings are enough man it's so yeah. fucking disturbing yeah, exactly <laughs> you know lots of like barbed wire ripping people uh people in boxes being tortured and devoured and and then the one scene where the, the person was limbs. yeah the limbs are being broken off and the scene like where the person was being you know the legs were just on a machine where it just kept on spreading them and spreading them apart to where the person just splits open between and all the you know entrails just gush out you know i'm like fuck this oh my God. um yeah. Yeah, it it uh it, it will change you, you know. The um there's a lot of crazy shit in Germany. Um just just really really super disturbing horror. Yeah. And I know uh from what I from what I gather there was a whole other uh genre of horror where they mix like hardcore pornography and gore. Like horror, oh like yeah, porno, oh. horror, horror, horror porn. I'm like, no, 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 Dude, no, I'm no, good. fucking no. There's I lines do not want that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go there. I'd rather watch clown porn. You know, that's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll watch a couple of clowns fuck themselves silly. That's okay. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and there are others. I think another notable mention. I'm trying to remember because I know I watched it. Uh, Good night, mommy. Uh, from 2014, I think it's about oh, the, yeah. the kid. Yeah, sure the, yeah, yeah. That was really, really kind of creepy. Yeah, it's about the, the was it the the, the, the boy the thinks boys, the mother comes home from the hospital. But yeah, and they like, think it's not the mother, the, right? Yeah, that's not her mom. Yeah, yeah. And, and then they plot to uh, <laughs> kill her, I think, or at least yeah. you know, tie her down and find out what's going on. Yeah, yeah. It's it is interesting story as well because yes, something different, something fresh. Right. It wasn't excessively gory, but still very intense, psychologically in- intense. Um, yeah. but not not like burning moon necromantic, not gory like that. That's just fucked up. Um yeah, just crazy, crazy stuff. But um, but I think there, I mean, uh, you know, that's that's everything I have on my list. I mean, again, there are more. We've we we didn't cover um all of them, of course, but there's a good uh, overview of some really, really fun you know, world horror. And, and if you're not one who's ever watched anything from uh, other countries, as far as, you know, horror movies, you definitely give it a try. I mean, there's so much good stuff out there and, and it will save you from watching some of the garbage and schlock that keeps on, you know, being turned out. And, uh, you know, God forbid we have another fucking Halloween movie or another saw movie, you know, or Friday 13th. There's like, uh, well, the first thirteen movies were good. Let's do a fourteenth. Like, really? Do we do we really need another one of these? Um, but what I, what I see is in, in a lot of the foreign horror films, and maybe people who there think the same, like people who live in Japan, like, oh god, another J horror, really, or another horror? It wouldn't be called J horror. Um, they might be feeling the same way that we do about our stuff, but compared to the stuff we have it, it, it's a lot of really fresh and new takes part of that's because the culture the culture right. of you looks at ghosts differently and and life and death differently and and haunting differently and there there are so many cultural sensibilities that come to play in these horror films that's what makes it fresh and interesting because as an outsider to these cultures um it, it's it's like getting a little window into what's going on but uh you know good horror is good horror and i i'm happy wherever it comes from doesn't matter to me i just want a compelling story and i want something that's going to move me and make me feel something it doesn't have to necessarily be gory gore is fine but i don't want that to be the showcase you know i want there to be something substantial and you are going to get that oftentimes with 
uh, you know, the foreign horror films, you're going to get the story and something that's compelling. And you're probably going to get a lot of gore too. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed folks. Uh, give it a shot. You know, give some of these that we've, we've give you some ideas, give some mentions. We described some of them to you, uh, but yeah, give it really were And some of them are absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah. and they, they will stick with you for a minute. So that's right. But that's give right. it a shot because it's worth, it's supporting, you know, some of these other, you know, and tremendous actors, actresses, um, supporting, you know, not only that, but just tremendous. Like I said, I'm very impressed lately with it. I got to, I want to watch some more Indonesian because I've been really impressed yes. with that. Yes. Korean, I, 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 we already love, yeah. love for a while, but I'm just like, I'm really impressed with both those countries itself and what their output has been and the types of stories that they're delivering. So, yeah, this was my first year. Last year was my first foray into Indonesian horror. And the same thing, there's more, a couple more of the Indian horror that I want to get to. And so there are, and there's some other films out there that I want to look at. And uh, so I'm, I'm kind of excited to, to continue experimenting and looking what's coming out there to seeing some really fun horror. We both love the stuff that we're getting out of the Northern Europe and, and we both love the stuff that's coming out of Japan. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's some really exciting horror films. And uh, so, yeah, can't go wrong. Try it. You'll like it. So, Hey, anything else we got to say, or are we done? I think we're, we're finished up here. I think we're done. Uh, <laughs> hey, you can find Heavy Metal Horror on unsaneradio.com. Listen to full episodes or download your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. If you're watching, that's where you're at. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And if you know someone who'd like our show, tell them about us. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. Chop top. And you've been watching and listening to Heavy Metal. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>